Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast. You've made it through all the way to the Afterburn After Show. So go ahead and sit on down and enjoy a bunch of fun times with us. Oh, we got all the voices. Let's go. All Beautiful. the voices. First take. Yes. Yeah, that was kind of doing some doing some off takes in between things and Adam's like rouletting through all of his NPC it's very voices. impressive. It's pretty damn impressive. Speaking of rouletting. These are all the voices that are in my head every day. Oh, oh no. Speaking of roulette. It's crowded in there. We should, uh, we should go over who all's here. Yeah, we never do that. No. Yeah. Uh, so Richard's here. Leslie's here. Kay's here. Cooper's here. Yay. And Adam's here as well. And I'm here to make sure that there's... No, I forgot how to do voices now. I don't know which one this is. This is somewhere between Swarkus like and... Swarkus and Taie. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. It's Taie their love just child. just got real swole. That's after they ripped their shirt off. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh. Uh, no, all the voices are not coming together. <laughs> so, Adam, I hope that you know I'm going to hold you to the 300 copies of the flyer that Pons printed or uh, wanted printed out. I cannot believe it. I will say I gave an ambiguous promise. <laughs> you very much did. You just you took it. But yeah, like, Pons will I'll remember that decision. <laughs> Up Pons in the top right hand corner, this. Pons will remember this. <laughs> Soul was like, yes, oh, let's promise this. Let's get this chaos out of the way now before, before we're in a bad situation. Before the combat inevitably uh-huh. starts, I'm so ready to punch Leslie something. Leslie wants to kill I know, all of the things. I, know. I want to test out all my cool new abilities. Yeah. And like, no. there was Just a big old potential. splat. There was potential for combat in that. Oh, I know. You had us on a map and everything. I did. I had a map there. I was ready to absolutely murder you guys, but as always, when it came down to my characters have to roll against your characters, it just doesn't work in my favor. (laughs) It happens. Have you tried rolling higher? (laughs) Oh, I've tried. And like, (laughs) I I don't give them tiny bonuses either. I just roll badly. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) Yes, Uh, constantly. Oh my gosh. Someone... Someone did make the prediction that that was Mr. Business. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, it might have been Pawns or me. I think Richard someone said made it that as prediction. Well. Though. Yeah, I think most of us who played that playthrough could get the vibe that it was. Yeah, Mr. Business. Yeah, yeah. Since the one shot, sure. there was two versions of that same one shot. Essentially, when we got two different sets of people on, everyone has had some contact with Mr. Business off air, but now they have finally come to the forefront of the story. Yeah, do we want to, like, talk a little bit more about how Mr. Business came to be? Because we've, we've talked we've a little bit about it. the prologue. I thought we I thought there was a previous Afterburner where we talked about yeah. it. We, we yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, we In fact, can... I was listening back through them recently, and I was like, oh, hey, that story's on here now. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I just want to make yeah, sure yeah, we yeah, have yeah, it we, recorded We got somewhere. that solid. Uh, we like can talk about the other stuff around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if by some chance you're listening to this and you have no clue what we're talking about, then please correct us. Yeah, so that was basically Pons. Now, I don't remember what Pons promised Mr. Business. Oh, it was it was an open-ended. Yeah, so it was yeah, basically was like, like, hey, go help Nurians yeah, and all. I owe you a favor, basically. Yeah. I that just never that... backfires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... 
I remember initially when Soul and oh my goodness, Koto. what was Brandon's first character? <laughs> Brandon was the first character. Brandon was the <laughs> first Brandon. character. Oh my gosh, Mark, sorry. Mark. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> came on. That's when we initially got that stipend, and that's where the potential yep. uh, theory crafting of, ooh, is this Mr. Business, or is this like yeah. the dervish is in control of something? What's happening here, and why am I getting this stipend? Because Pawn's just kind of played it off as like, ooh, yeah, Narines is sending me money. Cool. Right. <laughs> but we didn't know exactly what it was coming from. It was a very much like, I'm rich. Of course I should be getting money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is normal. normal, right? I'm a little worried about some of the things that I heard. I wish my character had heard them. I'm so worried. Yeah. I laid that elevator as a bit of a trap just to see if pawns would go for I it. I am kind of, of as like a player upset that you played that AC and yeah. free wine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I thought <laughs> yes, it was. Of course. I expected to have Soul be with pawns the whole time, but the way these things work is like if the head guy goes off, then the assistant has to like be in charge. And Soul yep. would have been like, put that shit on speaker. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, yeah. I'm listening in. <laughs> Yeah, and what was Pons gonna do? Not go in a private elevator with free beverages <laughs> and AC? Well, everyone so. else is sweating it out there. Yeah. What What's this decision? Do we think that Nerians has to make? <sighs> okay. Okay. So I wanted to t ask Pons this because we got this whole flashback to a very old Dervish meeting Pons, and it's like, Pons, do you think in that month, you know, could obviously we've seen the Dervish, could he? Could Nerians have created that reverse aging? I don't think so. I think it was a stopgap of you can jump into these other bodies. And if the Dervish has that... The Nerians has it. Yeah. Yeah, so that still doesn't explain why everyone knows and can recognize pawns. And I feel like that might be tied into what Nerians has planned, but that definitely felt like it was alluding to a potential body swap. Mm -hmm. There could still be other clones. I mean, he has the technology, so unless but, something's yeah. stopping him from making more clones. Does this mean that Mr. Business is also wanting that same technology? Or, yeah, I don't know. Adam's <laughs> over here looking very great cool right. on camera. <laughs> and we know, so this is the other thing, is I can't wait to get comms off this planet again, because now we know the Dervish is a professor. Yeah. And we can start maybe pulling some info that way. And here's another potential. Yeah, that was in uh, the, the Lost episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was the flashback. Yes. yes. Uh, I mean, so Thasteron, right, is infecting this entire city. So if you could control a way to reverse those mutations or cure them potentially, I, I could see that too as like a motivation for someone like Mr. Business uh, in the what he will want, but I'm not sure how much of that is possible, or if they're really just looking for the, you know, the ultimate marketing and, technique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect well, subliminal messaging. The Dervish By provided the Thastron. Mr. Business brand cereal. <laughs> or Business O's. Are they trying to set pawns up? in a position or to take a fall and therefore everyone has to recognize him in order for that to happen mm. there's a lot of different things that this could be the precursor to i'm not and i'm not sure 
I think everyone recognizing pawns is because uh, you were one of the initial exposures to it, and you mm-hmm. may also be more gifted in telepathy than your well, average contemplative. Jasper mm. did specifically say that not only did he recognize pawns, he wanted to help him. So that feels like a get pawns back to Nerian's deliberate play. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to explore there still. But that's and also something that Pawns wants, is to get back to Nerian. So it could true. have been a subliminal message being input by Pawns. Hmm. So what you're asking, or what you're saying there, Leslie, is I need to try to control people's minds using Fasteron as a medium? I'm not, maybe. That sounds yes, fun. That is exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm not saying <laughs> not to do that. I just but... like that there's a moral to the story. I'm more saying just don't do it on us. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll try Tai first or something. Oh no. Why what? <laughs> oh, sweet Tai. <laughs> oh my god, leave Tai alone. I should probably be wearing a mask anytime oh, I'm around pawns. <laughs> yeah, I'm Katie, just that radioactive. The amount of vocal range that you have shown in just the last two episodes alone that we've recorded just like melts my heart. I just really love doing this accent, okay? Like it's just like terribly <laughs> wonderful. And like then uh because um my brain went to the good place, which is not what I'm reaching for. Um, <laughs> Shit's Creek. Oh my God. Shit's Creek just like made everyone just like super appreciate like this <laughs> character. Okay. You can help me write. Okay. Thank you. I That was uh, one of the few times I've ever actually felt bad role playing after I think telling in our 5e he's such a good robot slave basically and then saying thanks darling <laughs> oh my gosh i felt like such a jerk and what, and, and the, the funny part is that like of all the crew members 5e would take that with the least amount of weight like in, yeah. in his head like he's like well for one thing he was created as a servitous being Yep, and you know he's obviously evolved beyond that, but like that's what what he was to begin with, and he understands that there are other robots that are servants, and they're beneath him, um, you know, and in, in, in his robot way. But also, like he just doesn't. He understands that that's the most utilitous thing to do in the situation, and really, Five is just just very glad that more of the the horrible computations he's been doing in the last few hours haven't come true like there's <laughs> there have been multiple percentile rolls that we could have really botched statistically speaking and we haven't hit any of those black marks so 5e is happy with how this is going yeah you guys Definitely have done some worse. good rolls versus my bad yeah. rolls the the worst thing that's happened is splitting pawns from the group technically yeah. speaking and that's that's really interesting, but it's like, but it's like it's the it's exactly what Pons would have done in that situation. I and I couldn't pass it up, and I felt no. so offended with Adam's decision to throw that in there because he knew <laughs> that Pons would not pass it up. It's also like a no-win situation because there's no way a contemplative wouldn't take the wouldn't. private elevator. Yeah, yeah, right. No like room. if you do they that, gotcha. you're automatically being suspicious. Yes, no, Adam, that was brilliant. That was very well yeah. played. Thank you. I, I and didn't, that's I didn't when the choice. explosive <laughs> runes go off. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but we're safe here, right? In the fancy elevator. Uh-huh. Those, well, you know, the I'm explosive sure runes are for the plebs. I'm sure that there's like plenty of protections on the freight elevator to keep all the valuable things from becoming less valuable in case of accident. Now, I don't know how well that translates to organic beings, but I'm feeling good about this one. Stay inside the lines. 
Oh, good. The environment has been depressurized. Oh, wait, that might be a negative for everyone but me. (laughs) So... I fully expected the the moat to be a problem because Adam and I talked because I'm I'm with Adam. We discussed this where I'm like, Solarians could dim their moat, but I still feel like it's visible, right? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, a mark from the universe. It's like lower, it's, but you can't just like get rid of it. Right. Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, they know because I we were in the in the video, we were I was shooting, so that moat's up there and is the dead giveaway. So instead of trying to dim it. Uh, I was like, I'll just pull the sword and I'll just have it through my thing. And if anyone stopped Soul or started questioning them, it's gonna be, oh my god, it's like a metaphor. It's not even really real because you know no one else can interact with the swords. So it'd be like, no, take it. See, you can't even take it. It's like it's like a hologram. It's like it's it's like a symbolism, oh, right? Sense. Because like I'm sharp as a dagger. These are really hot right now. <laughs> they're super yeah, in they're right, just now. So hot right now. Uh-huh. The judge gave it to me. I, oh, like <laughs> I had so many questions about this group that I was gonna ask after that scan if no one did anything. I was ready for but a few answers, course. Adam. So you uh, were yeah. gonna scan Para and be and be like, "What is this being?" Right? And and Pons was so ready to just rip his robe off and be like, "I'm also <laughs> a lab assistant <laughs> with him as one of my experiments." <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna Frankfurter this. Oh uh, no, I'm so sad. Uh, you guys did so well, and I did so bad. I wanted him to fail. That I'd be like, yes. Listen, if I had rolled anything but a one, I would have started going in on at least a few of you. Oh but goodness. Yeah. You know, we still got half a tower to go up. So that's true. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. That's. I will be disappointed if we make it through without any combat. Yeah, and by all accounts, which is very limited as far as information goes, this was the easy part. That makes sense. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been kind of sweating this episode. I'm sort of glad tonight was a little bit of a smaller chunk of what's yeah. coming. Because I've been like looking at the you know our tactical chat and then the information that you've sent us and said, hey, you guys need to decide on this, and it's like. I don't know if I'm prepared to deal with this. Like, <laughs> I'm sure Five E is, but I'm but I'm also kind of shoehorning him into a weird role because, like any combat that we get into, he's basically there to act as a confidence boosting device for for Myrani. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but luckily, true. I can do like all my core competencies and still do that. It's kind of nice. I, I got to yeah. keep a few ideas that I was going to use for bluffs not i didn't have to use them this episode so i am actually nice. looking forward to kind of continuing this because awesome. there's a whole lot more of the contemplatives and some bluffs that pawns can pull out if needed nice. but didn't want to yeah i'm really glad absolutely. we like got the chat with 5e and my ronnie because actually one of the things i was going to do in the elevator was be like hey my ronnie we might come up against infernex you you gonna be okay and then i didn't have to i yeah. already did the thing yeah. Yeah, it was a really, really nice interaction. Yeah, like you guys have been taking the time to talk to this kid. Like, and this is a very different and removed situation from where they were before, where they were essentially in under the control of an abuser. And you guys have pulled them out of that situation. You're giving positive reinforcements and like, essentially you're little by little helping this kid kind of rebuild themselves as a person. And yeah. well, and really, we're still very far down this rabbit hole. It seems like it's stepping in the right direction. Yeah. Well, and the, and the way to do that, I think, is the way that you t- 
treat anybody who's been in that kind of situation, which is that you empower them and you make them realize that they're, they're stronger than, than anybody who can hurt them. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the whole roleplay scenario. I wish I knew the shipment was a week late going into that. <laughs> well, I wanted to throw I you guess, guys off just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was quite fun to navigate through those type of just roleplay pure scenarios. It's been a little while. I'm not going to lie, breaking out the accent and watching everyone's face change is oh, one of my God. favorite <laughs> It's a fun moments. thing to do. That is one of those moments where I wish we were still a video podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and yes, when Sol was like, okay, everything from here on is for the mission. It was like, don't make fun of me for this. <laughs> <laughs> what I do, I do for the good of all. So anyways. <laughs> so like, oh my God, you're like so strong. Is that because you're like carrying <laughs> Please, guns all day? step onto the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, at least one of the security meatheads is going to take that bait. And then I'm going to take his ID card. Ooh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've kind of been thinking, like, if all else fails and then we and I have to create a distraction at some point, I will totally pull the, oh, no, this robot's gone <laughs> mad. Put him down and, like, fire wildly and deliberately just while I, like, Oh, no, kill. he's, like, malfunctioning again. I told the judge to fix this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pop, just pop a few rounds off. <laughs> and that, that brings it around to Ponza's persona as well. I love the like, I'm a judge official persona and uh, <laughs> like wearing robes and all. Oh, yes, but God. not really changing his accent. Or no, <laughs> no. I love that our what I love that our excuse scenarios. was that it, it got held up in contemplative customs. Legality and efficacy of it got questioned because of a misnomer of Cooper. What I need mining. you. I need you next oh. time that we have a uh, like an option for an intimidate. I uh-huh. need you to please try to hold someone in contemplative of court. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, oh. I will hold you. <laughs> I don't know if that's Schwarzenegger worthy, but it's Seagal worthy. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we will take the punishment. Great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, every all that thing was specifically so I could stand behind Pons and back up anything and everything that Pons says and just assist. And then Pons is like, I'm going on the elevator. (laughs) Fuckity bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) Wonderful. Great. Yeah, that was a switch I was not expecting. I was also expecting Soul to go there, but like your logic makes sense as to someone needs to watch over this thing who has some modicum of authority. Yeah, you don't leave the mercenaries with it. Just think of how helpful they can be to the rest of us. <laughs> Could we, we please cut in some elevator music during the con- <laughs> oh, those conversations? Oh yeah, it's gonna oh, be like got some this. fancy, some fancy classical music. It's gonna like bounce back and forth. Listen, and if we it, could pull off casino music, we could do it And it's like... Uh-huh. <laughs> angry noises. <laughs> Just like a giant, like, surfacing fan. <laughs> oh, God, I'm wearing white. I'm going to sweat through this. This is terrible. The service fan is not working, which is why it's so damn hot in there. It's just like it's just blowing hot dust into yeah. the room. I've adjusted my audio oh. output to 85 decibels oh. in order that you can hear me. At least we still have life bubbles, so my clothes are clean. Yes, you yeah. guys still have life bubble. Oh, I felt so bad about tank. 
was like, yeah, I could cast this again. Yeah, you know, no, never I don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel like wasting so the spell funny. slot. <laughs> Oh. Like, they were just like, wow, why don't you guys wear gas masks? And you're like, basically, don't worry about it. Well, actually, maybe I'll cast it on you. No, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. I know those feels, Taye, Taye okay? knows how Scriff feels. I might need that slot for a mind thrust. Yeah. Dude. Come on. Honestly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Look, Taye should have spoken up sooner. Where were you yesterday? Oh, okay, tell us about your your card poll that you did before this uh, oh, yeah. session. Oh, so, yeah, before the game, I'm like, what's going to happen today? And I pulled the four of pentacles, and I'm like, not sure this makes sense, because it's about, like, holding on to money too tightly, you know, all about financials. <laughs> and I'm like, how is this going to play in? How could it possibly oh. play in? Oh. <laughs> I will oh. never forget that. The four of pentacles is the Mr. Business card. Mr. Business. <laughs> So you too can learn tarot by watching by listening to our podcast. <laughs> Write that oh, down. One day when we have our own tarot deck with all the characters and stuff, that is absolutely Mr. Oh, Business's man. card. Mr. Business clinging to oversized credits. Yes. <laughs> Whatever he looks like. <laughs> I guess we'll find out at some point. Hopefully. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll bring this after Burner Manute. Minerva? Minerva. 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 And with that, I think we will bring this afterburner maneuver to a close. We shall return to normal space and see you in the next chapter of the Emergency Power Podcast. Minerva.